Hey guys, so yeah, the episode you're about to hear was actually recorded a month ago uh, between being sick and lots of work and just a whole lot of other stuff. Paige and I have been slacking in the recording, but after this episode, we will be back on schedule or at the very least back on semi-regular schedule. So yeah, here's episode 51. One, 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 one. Well, every time you come on over, I just want to listen. I know you've got some issues and I know that you just miss them. I got a fever just to see you feeling like a stalker. And didn't know I'm really good at making you feel awkward. Mutually Awkward Podcast, episode 51, The New Era Has Begun. Yeehaw. Hi, Paige. Hi, Vince. Um, so I just came back right now. Um, I had to run an errand since you were running late. So I actually mm-hmm. just ran to the bank and deposited my uh, tax return. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a pretty, you know, like considering how I didn't get nothing last year. It's pretty nice to be getting, it's like the first time in my life, I think, actually getting tax return money. Oh, so you, oh, cool. Because before, because last year, I, I, I didn't have, my, you know, I was, my taxes were from Hong Kong, so I didn't uh-huh. get shit, uh-huh. except paying money. And, uh-huh. so, and then before that, I never really had a real job, so I didn't really get paid. So this was my first tax return where I actually got like... Not a bad amount of money. It wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Nice. Yeah. Um. And you know. Um. Yeah. We haven't recorded in, in a while. Yeah. A lot of things have been happening. So much stuff has happened yeah. since yeah. the fiftieth episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which was a big oh like a, because first of all it took me like a month to even get to editing that episode. Mm-hmm. And then it took me an entire, like, it took me five hours to put it together or something because it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a, yeah, it's almost a three-hour podcast. Yeah. That was, like, our finest moment right there. Yes. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, so I know some, so should, do you want to tell the listeners some things that are happening? Well, I'm leaving Hong Kong and moving to Switzerland. <laughs> if I knew some type of Swiss music, I'd be like, da 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 yeah, so um, basically I was, I've was i been trying to transfer within the company and for a while I thought it wasn't happening. And it did, it finally happened, so I should be moving at the end of July and I'll start my new life in August in Switzerland. And you know when you leave the country, you're going to get like a fuckload of money because you're, you're going to take home your um, MPF thing. I keep forgetting about that because I was stressing out because I was like, fuck, there's so many things I have to take care of before I leave. But then I keep forgetting about that. (laughs) Yeah. So it's going to leave you with a huge cushion of like financial stability for like a long time. I'm pretty much still. But it's supposed to be for your retirement. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, so the way I, I mean, technically I'm it's part of my retirement because I haven't spent it all. Okay. I mean, I, mean I, I, I plan on using just enough for emergencies, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah. Then, well, no matter what, it leaves you with a lot of money in the bank. So, you, you, you know, you, you'll never, you don't have nothing to worry about for the most part, you know? 
Really? That's so reassuring because I've seriously been stressing the fuck out for the past three weeks, like sleepless nights, because I'm like, I have to, I want to pay off one of my credit cards before I leave. I have to pay for Spider's vet bill. And then we're like doing the zine launch party and we've been looking for venues. And yesterday we found this place and it was super expensive. And I was like, uh, can we not do that? Because <laughs> I still, I like need to print the zine too. Um, but that is a huge relief. That's, yeah. So like, yeah, you're going to have that. Um, so how do you feel about like going to Switzerland, going to Europe? Going to I'm the land of freaking, cheese? I'm so excited because like, so for a while I knew I wanted to leave and I've been complaining about it and I've been feeling really antsy, but then moving to LA without like, and cause my first plan was to move back to LA, but then I was just like, it felt just so, like, since it was me controlling everything, I felt like I didn't know where to begin. So I was, like, kind of doing a little bit of stuff, and I was like, yeah, I'll first get my portfolio together, blah, blah, blah. But I was really worried because because I wasn't, I wasn't really, like, taking control of the situation. So this is kind of, like, in a way, it's planned out for me, so I don't have to, like, I don't have to worry about a job. I don't have to, all I have to worry about is, like, finding an apartment when I get there. You know, but that's, like, the fun part. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, so it's, like, there's so much. I It's basically, like, it just feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels nice. And I'm just ready for – I'm ready for my Hong Kong chapter to end. Um, were you, like – so, like, are you, are you going to, like – do you have any, like, plans to, like, blow – like, believe it? Like, to, like – like, are you, like, do you have any plans like do final things and also leave like I don't know leave, like do something crazy like I don't know flip over a table like you know leave with fire behind you <laughs> well actually so one thing that popped into my head was so when I first moved here I had this fantasy of one day performing like I was like it'd be so cool if I could be on stage and I could by then have a band and whatever. And then that was actually my ultimate dream fantasy to have like a leaving party and I would perform on stage. And that's sort of going to happen. Well, that's going to happen because I plan on performing at the zine launch party. I'm treating the zine launch party as kind of like a going away thing too, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember I when I realized that, a part of me was just just felt so fulfilled that like, Because, I mean, when I moved here, I was like, I want to start a band. But at the time, I had, like, no resources. And so it was just a pipe dream for all I knew, you know? So the fact that this is going to happen, it's just, like, it's so fucking cool. That I can really, it's like a dream thing, but I can check it off the list. Things were accomplished. Yeah. And actually, I feel like you coming back and us hanging out really like that feels like closure for hong kong because i feel like i mean if you didn't come back i would have been like okay whatever but it would feel like because i mean when i was in hong kong you were kind of like i spent most of the time with you and stuff yeah so it just feels nice to be able to have that like kind of like final time you know what i mean the final it's like the final time reprise because like we thought the final time was going to be when i left uh-huh. But then it's gonna be like a more happier final time. Yes. Right? Yeah, because really, I I'm thinking about so suddenly I'm thinking about like oh stuff I need to do before I leave, 
And it was really just like all the stuff we plan on doing, I'm just like, I want to do all that. And I'm if we do all that, I'm completely content. Like I don't have to do anything else. Yeah. And then and then even then you still have like three months to do like Well, I have like two months. Oh, two I have months. less than two months. Wait. Because oh. I'm gonna leave like in end of July. So May oh. and then then I have June and then I'm gonna be in LA for two weeks. That's literally gonna be like a couple weeks after we hang out in Hong Kong. Yeah, We're so out is a that... fucking lot this year. Yeah, isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's a chance I won't come back for Christmas. Yeah. Because I'm using the flight trip home for this, but I'm like kind of okay with it because I've never been back in the summer. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. You haven't had a California summer in years. Yeah, and also then I'm like, and then my friend already, he was like, oh, if you're gonna be in Switzerland, maybe you could come to my family's place in Germany for Christmas. And I was like, okay. Yeah, Dude, that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't feel so bad um, missing Christmas this year. Um, if I miss Christmas, I don't know, but um. Dude, yeah. it's, it's all about leaving the holidays. Um, I actually decided. I'm going to be going to Israel for Thanksgiving. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, I figured I don't give a shit about Thanksgiving. And yeah, then... that's my least favorite holiday. Well, it's like I just like to eat, but, like, the holiday itself, I'm like, whatever. Yeah, and then you get Thursday and Friday off. So yeah, like... it's like the – it's like it's weird It's because it's like – it's a like kind of a shitty holiday, and then you get, like – a four-day weekend. Yeah, which but is no one super ever, rad. No one uses it to travel because everyone like, has to go to like family stuff, you know. Yeah. So I was actually thinking, well, I'm gonna ask my family if they want to visit me for Thanksgiving, just because it's like, why not? I mean, flights are probably no, no, the flights are probably even more expensive. Are they? Like, or, no, I don't. Think, I mean, they might be, but. People are, aren't really leaving America for That's true. Like, That's I think, true. I think domestic flights would be crazy expensive if yeah. people are flying to the East Coast or the West yeah. Coast to visit their families. But people aren't leaving the country. So I think yeah. my prediction is it'd be super cheap. Um, and anyways, it, like for your family, it'd be easy because it gets crashed with you. So they'd only pay yeah. And it's the same thing with me. That's why I want to do it. Yeah. I'm going to take... I'm gonna I'm gonna use all my vacation days left and just go and just crash at my brother's place and uh-huh. that's it. I won't have to pay for lodging, which will like make it super. Okay, it won't be anything really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, because I was thinking that too. Because I was like, what are they gonna do? Because it's only my my mom and sister for Thanksgiving anyway. Yeah. So I was like, why don't they just spend it with me? <laughs> yeah. Keep the family together, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So listeners, um, what do you guys want to do for Thanksgiving? Let us know at mutuallyawkward at gmail.com. Or... It's like, it's April. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we want, to keep, we want to keep them in the conversation, right? Like, you know, what are y'all going to do for Thanksgiving, you know? Let us know. Let we, us care. Know. we care. We're super interested in what you want to do. <laughs> uh, other things. Um, oh, I, I, saw, I saw a new sport this weekend. A new sport. Yeah, what am I? Quidditch. No, not it is, but it is cool. So my friend, she's in kendo. Um, do you know what kendo is? No. It's like it's like it's like the Japanese sport where they fight with wooden swords. Oh wait, I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like she's in that, and she's always telling me about it. So I'm like, hey, I want to go. So I went out with her to the OC. Um, my first time in the OC, like in two years, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, you know, I see. I, it was like. It was it was cool. Um, 
lots of people fighting with swords. It was a lot of screaming. Um, <laughs> so like, so I, I I recorded her doing it, and I got to like go on this top view stairs. Like, it was like in some gymnasium, and it was pretty cool because there's like little kids in it too. So you, you see like little kids fighting adults, like having sword fights. Really, they fight yeah. adults? Yeah, like different because they don't do it by age; they do it by levels. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, so, like my friend, she ended up going against like this giant like basketball hiding dude. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was um it was a cool it was cool. It was like wow, like I actually enjoy going to a sporting event, which is Did they like, did they fight with two swords? No, no, no. There was like one sword. Like I'm trying like like yeah, like one sword, like like two-handed sword, you know. Okay. Yeah, so they're like like, like that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Oh, wait, you know what? I have been getting into Quidditch too. Um I'm reading The Goblet of Fire now. Um, and we've been Facebooking a lot about it, like how mm-hmm. how much I like reading about Quidditch. <laughs> it's so, isn't it? Like seriously, like the sport is so much more explained. And the Goblet of Fire, they really get you into it. Yeah. And it's just like a real sport, and it's just it's yeah. That's that was one of my favorite. It's also like I think I might have mentioned it before, but Goblet of, Goblet of Fire is when you realize the Wizarding World is bigger than what wherever they are in in the UK because it's like from other countries and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that's the first book when you realize it's it's big. So then you that's really exciting. Dude, I totally agree. Like, okay, here's my initial thoughts. Like, okay. So, spoilers if you have not seen the Harry Potter movies or haven't read the books cuz cuz I think we said we're going to do a segment now where I kind of recap where I am at Harry Potter since yeah. you are the biggest Harry Potter fan that I've ever met. And yes. I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to reach your level now. So, so I'm a reader now. So so immediately, Goblet of Fire is different from the first three books. The writing is way more mature. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it begins with Voldemort killing an old man. It gets way more violent. Um, it, for, for, so I feel like they're expanding. The whole universe is more expanded. Like, so it begins with the Quidditch World Cup. Mm-hmm. They're talking about witches and wizards from other countries. And they and even even Voldemort. That's what like the first time they call his followers Death Eaters. Like before, they never even used that word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they were just like, oh, there were people in his group, and now they're like they're going deeper into it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so literally on the way home today. I was in the middle of the chapter when the Death Eaters attack the world, the campgrounds. Okay. And on this one, they have they're, they're like they're using the wands to like hold some muggles up in the air, the caretaker and his family. It's mm-hmm. really fucked up. It's, like, really dark now. Mm-hmm, they didn't even mm-hmm. have that in the movie where they were doing that to muggles. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? And there's, like, Malfoy against a tree, like, saying, like, Hermione's gonna, you're next, and my dad might or might not be in there with the <laughs> Like, it's like, fuck, it's crazy. Um, yeah, dude. It's, um, I do, it, it's funny how, like, everyone always tells me about this about the books, how, like, in the books... Ginny's supposed to be really pretty, and Hermione is like described as having like big teeth, and like not that, not that cute. We're like, uh-huh. we're like, but no matter what, I'm of course like imagining her as Emma Watson, which is yeah. one of the hottest girls of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but every time they like in this book, I didn't describe. Yeah, she had like big bushy hair and big, big front teeth, and like I, I just I guess I have to ignore this. I, this is not head canon for me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so and so like as if you guys don't know, that is my favorite of the movies. So so far, I'm loving the book. Yes. Yeah. Um. I so I just finished. I finished Chamber of Secrets, and I mean enjoyed the book and everything. But it was so watching the movie because I 
I watched it right after. That's when I was like, I mean, I didn't dislike the movie because, um, because I still think it was well made and everything. But th- this was the first movie where I was like, whoa, because the first movie they re- it was a lot more the pacing was a lot slower and it was more about getting you into the world. Yeah. But this one they didn't waste any time. They're like, this is gonna happen. This this is happening. So especially reading the book. And then watching the movie right after, there's, I'm already feeling like, oh, this is when they start to, they have to, like, go off the book a bit. And I think, um, so there was, I think there was disappointment of just, like, oh, man, I wish they said that they focus on this thing or whatever, but, Crookshanks again. Crookshanks didn't get her time to shine. Like, huh? Oh, no, that's the wrong book. Sorry. I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh, Crookshanks. <laughs> <laughs> But I gotta say, Dobby was way more annoying in the movie. Yeah. I, <laughs> they were, you know what? I, actually, the scene, like, in the beginning of the movie, where, like, Dobby is, like, you know, trying to get Harry to promise not to go to Hogwarts. Yeah. I feel like the whole scene in this bedroom is really long in the movie. Yeah, because in the, in the book, you're, like, it's, like, tolerably annoying. But in the movie, you're, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Like, I think that's why I never liked Dobby, because I found him just super annoying. Um, here's my question. Did they ever mm-hmm. address, like, how the elves are pretty much slaves? Like, that's really... Because the movie's never said that, but, like, their society is kind of fucked up. Like, they all... Everyone's okay with open slavery. Oh, they do. Like, they, later on, Hermione becomes... Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe you just want to read it. Well, in the, Okay, so in Goblet of Fire, like, there's a line, because in this one, they meet another elf that's not in the movie... Who's at the, who's, um, who's, uh, what's his name? Uh, creature? No, not creature. No. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, Crouch, Crouch's, Crouch Senior's health health. She's like, on oh. the, she's at, she's like in, in the, in the arena at the World oh, Cup. And, he, and he's like, he's, she's like holding his, um, seat and she's like afraid of heights. Uh-huh. And like when, when the Death Eaters are like trying to kill everyone, there's a spell not letting her run away that well because she's not allowed to go off on her own and like. Harmony's like, that's like really fucked up. They're pretty. Or she didn't say those exact words, but like, <laughs> they're slaves. And like, Ron is like, but you know, I, I thought he said they liked like being slaves. Like, why? They, like, I thought because, they liked being it's, slaves. It's because, it's because, like, dude, I'm honestly, I'm like fucking thinking of like the whole like helper situation in Hong Kong almost. Yeah, I think they do get into it more. And you realize it makes you think, because like, well, this is later in the book. It's not really a spoiler, but they make the. Because Hermione becomes, like, super advocate against, like, to stop the enslavement of house elves. And then they even talk about how, like, all the food... Because it, it, it makes me, like... So you know how, like, during the feast and stuff, the food just magically appears? Yeah. And you just, you're just you just like, yeah, it just magically appears. And they're like, but who's making the food? It's all the house elves. And they have to make all this food. And, like, so it's... So then you realize, like, oh, shit. So even Dumbledore <laughs> is, like, a slave driver. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's one thing that's cool about Harry Potter, though, is like, even the good guys are not perfect. Yeah, actually, oh my gosh, so I can't wait for you. Oh, so one of my favorite parts of, so it was part six, I mean, the, the last book, whatever, they get into Dumbledore's history, and you realize how imperfect of a person he is, and I just love it. He's so flawed. <laughs> and then you're just like, because in the movie, they don't have time to really get into it. Yeah. So in the movie, he's always painted as a hero who could do no wrong kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then in the book, you realize 
whoa, like, he's, like, not who you think he is. And they kind of touch upon it in the last movie, but you don't, I don't think it's really expressed as much, you know? Well, they do so, touch upon, like, he's willing to let Harry die, you know? Yeah, but then, but then in the book, you get into his history where you're just like, oh, maybe he isn't, because... Like, he's he was also power-hungry. Like, because in the movie, they don't make him come off as, like, a power-hungry, like, wizard and mm-hmm. stuff. But in the book, it kind of goes into it. So, um, oh, and I can't wait for you to read about Voldemort's parents. Oh, yeah, I, I heard a lot of fans were mad because, like, they completely ignored that. Yeah, that was one of the best parts. Like, it was such a fucked-up story. Like, it was really sad. Like, that's when you're just like, whoa, I kind of feel really bad for Voldemort, and I feel like now I know why he's like this. You know what I mean? It, it kind of explains why he's like this, but it's, it was a tragic story, and it was one of my favorites. Mm. And I think that's, that's the next book. Oh, sh- oh really? I, I always thought that was in The Half-Blood Prince. Oh, yeah, 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 The Half-Blood Prince. And I thought everyone was pissed because it was, it was like really nothing happens in that movie yeah. except like the Ginny... Um, Harry thing and Ron and that other chick who puts a spell on him. Yeah, I think like, they felt... There was like, where's all the Voldemort shit? That's what yeah. everyone complained about. Like, Yeah, because they... I think in the movies they really focus on... I think they're just like, let's say you never read the books, so what would you follow within the movie? It's like, obviously, like, I don't know, the love stories and mm. and stuff like that. But that was so good. Oh, I can't wait to read that, reread that again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, so when I finished uh, when I finished uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, um, so, some things that I noticed in that one, uh, they really they really make Snape hate Harry a lot more. Like it seems like he just really does not like, like he wants him gone. Mm-hmm. He just hates his guts. And I and I also noticed a lot more foreshadowing for like the next book. Like, oh, really? like they mentioned the, the Quidditch World Cup, uh-huh. um, and then like when Harry's playing um, Quidditch, like. Like, Cedric and Cho are in that book, even mm-hmm. though they don't show up until the next movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, what's it called? They, and they just go into, like, yeah, and then, like, the whole Crookshanks, like, plot twist, that blew my mind. Cause I, that was, that was, like, I was like, wait, where is this plot going? I'm so confused. <laughs> and then um... I realized, I was like, did I forget this in the movie? And then I Googled, like, yeah, she had a cat, but I don't remember. I rem- but I don't remember. I remember seeing pictures of Emma Watson with the cat, but I don't remember like the cat being a big deal. Yeah, and the then, cat was just a cat in yeah, the movie that just wanted to eat. That just wanted to eat scabbers, but he didn't know. <laughs> but then I was like, "Holy shit! This is one of the plots that were different. Like, I don't know where this is going." And then they have yeah. like Harry sees the cat and the dog like walking off together. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, that's so. I I'm gonna have to borrow the book from the library for that one. Um. Hopefully soon. Oh, yeah. Or you can borrow, like, wherever you are. If I'm still ahead of you, when you visit L.A., you could borrow. Oh, my gosh, please. Yeah, because, um, well, Min gave me a copy of Goblet of Fire, Mm -hmm. but then I don't have any of the other books. So, yes. But you'll have to return it, though, because I have, like, a perfect box set happening right here in my living room. Okay. It's got to be... I well, like, if it's easy, to, if it's easy to check out from the library, I can easily just check it okay. out too. Because okay. I don't want to ruin your box set. Yeah, like it's like it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it's weird. Like I've lo- I've reread Harry Potter so many times, and I don't own any of the books. Yeah, I, I'm shocked. <laughs> I, I, I would think that you would. 
I don't. I feel like because I just have everyone just happened to have it, so I just borrow from them, and I, it was very easy to borrow it from somebody. Mm. And then by the time like I decided, okay, I want a box set, but then I'm like, I'll just wait until I can afford a really nice set, and so I've just been waiting, I guess. Yeah, I think you want to do that because like. My, mines are soft covered and they're already mm-hmm. bent up they're in my backpack all the time mm-hmm. like one day when I'm like older and I have like a more permanent living situation I want to get like a nice hardcover set of Harry yeah, Potter Lord of yeah. the Rings like everything you know yeah like a nice sure. hardcover big one maybe with a locket over it like those big <laughs> 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 they're like you can't take them out with you like these are good for going, reading on the fly but you need one, a big one to read by the fireplace yes yes <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. so in uh, other fantasy stuff, Game of Thrones is coming back. I haven't seen any of the trailers. Oh, that's good. So you're I kind of like, want to be surprised. Yeah, uh, yeah. Are you going to, like, are you going to start, like, finding ways, are you going to be watching, like, in the office again, like, last year? Um, well, now that I have a laptop, I can watch at home, but I'm definitely, now, Monday nights, I don't, I'm not making any plans. I'm going to go home and watch Game of Thrones. Because got... it's on Sundays in the states, right? Yeah, but I gotta figure yeah. out, I gotta figure out the torrenting situation here. If I could um, do it on Sunday nights, and then it'd be okay. like it'd be like a huge <clears throat> it'd be a pizza night and eating and yeah, like I feel like Game of Thrones is the one show where the next day I can watch it. <laughs> well, because by the time you guys watch it, it's like but it's because for me it's not gonna be on till Monday anyway. Yeah. But it's usually they're really good about it being there and like not bad quality either. So we might be able to watch together in Hong Kong. It's gonna be on still. Oh my god! Yeah. I was gonna say, oh, we should add that to the list, and then we should add. I forgot to. We should add X Men. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, because that's gonna be out, and we saw the last one together at yeah, the TST. Yeah. Yes. So oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's gonna be crazy. How we're gonna be able to watch this? That, that should be that should be a tradition where like every time an X Men movie comes out, we gotta find. We watch it together. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe in Hong Kong, we should try to find someone who has like a big TV, or like if you know, like if we have a Game of Thrones. Chill oh out. my gosh! You know what we should do? What? We should rent. Okay, not rent, but like. Oh, we could rent a TV room, huh? No, 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 no. Oh. We could just watch it at the office because we have a giant screen. That's how we watched Star Wars. We did a Star Wars marathon. It's like a giant screen and surround sound. Would I be allowed in there since I'm not an employee anymore? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, and maybe I could be like, oh, Monday nights. I bet a lot of people would join in if we could. Uh, if we could, if it like we get the, um, the torrent and stuff. I bet a lot of people will join too. Dude, for Game of I'm Thrones. so down for that, and I could see the new office too. Yeah. Because you know, you know, in my mind, whenever you talk about work, since I've never seen the new office, I just imagine it as the old way because that's all uh. I have to reference it in my head. <laughs> oh my god, it's so much nicer. You're gonna be like. <laughs> Blown away. Well, that's what everyone has said, but since I don't have a reference for it, like, I don't, in my mind, whenever you tell me stories about work, I just imagine the old way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, so, do you have any worst humans? Any best humans? Um, wow. I should have prepared. I don't have any. I, I feel like you have. Yes. So, um... Okay, mutually awkward's worst humans, um, people who annoy us in life, who are just the worst humans of all time. So you know when you're walking around in life, you run into people that you've known from the past. 
Mm -hmm. So why is it every time you run into someone, it's never you run into someone you want to see again? <laughs> or it's like, it's like, why couldn't I run into like that girl who I didn't take that shot five years ago? It's always someone who was like, oh, you. Fuck. Yeah, how are you doing? Like, so this happened. So this happened. This happened literally on the way here. Like, like this girl. Like I'm on the subway. Girl, did you did you use a study film at LACC? And I'm like, yeah. I as I looking at it, it's like, oh yeah, we were in a class together. She's like, yeah. What are you doing now? Blah blah blah. Tell me about what she's doing. I'm like, fuck. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> but she's not like my type, and I have nothing in common. And I, I just, and it's like, it's like the one one person I I would have never thought about ever again. And then she's and, uh, and she's talking, and then as we're going into my subway stop, I'm like, oh my my. This literally happened like two hours ago. It's like, oh my my station's here. I gotta go. It's like, oh let me give you my card. It's like, okay, we better hurry because my uh, my uh, <laughs> my subway. My, we're pulling up to Vermont and Wilshire. It's like, wait, I'm just getting it. It's like, I gotta go. I'm walking away. <laughs> I'll see you. I always take this train. And then she pulled it out. Here it is. But then I was already out the door. The door shut. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Um, so she's the worst human for her and then like you know a couple months ago I was out you know on my commute was this other girl who I used to be friends with who like we had a big fight and I just hated her and um and uh, anyways but I mean I didn't care anymore because everything worked out in my favor but then she like messaged my brother on Facebook wait is it Susie it's not Susie <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this was the chick. I don't know if I told you who, who was it originally direct my short film, my, oh, my film that I wrote. But then yeah. she, she flaked. She was she was always a flaker too. She uh-huh. I think she was the reason why I hate all flakers because she flaked so many times. Uh-huh. And, but anyway, so like it worked out because I got because it ended up becoming an awesome director. Took it up, but I, she was on the same commute as me to work for a couple months. I stopped seeing her now, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't want to. Why do I got to see you?" And I would just act like I don't know her because I don't want to talk to her. Yeah. And then, you know, she talks to my brother on Facebook saying, hey, I miss hanging out with you guys. She used to go to the smell with me and my friends sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, she's, and so he's, Michael's like, oh, you should message Vince. <laughs> and she's like, fucking asshole. And then she's like, well, I see he sees me on the train. So like, but I know he sees me. He never says hi. Like, oh, you should just message him. So, I'm, so, so she sends me a message like, I don't know, like hi or something. And I'm like, whoa! I reply, what the fuck? Um, um, and then, uh, uh, and then I message Michael, and then Michael says, yeah, I told her to like message you. You should say hi and hang out. I'm bringing people together. <laughs> <laughs> so in this case, Michael's the worst human. I'm just kidding. Well, looks I kept seeing her in life though. That's why she probably would have never bothered to like, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. She 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 would she'd always do this weird kind of funny banter talk. Annoy him. I'm like, oh, like it's like, like I think I said, oh, it's crazy. Like, oh, it's been a lo- long time, ta- time, and then she and she was like, oh, no, you're crazy or something like that, like a joke. What? And then like, and it's like, yeah, you haven't talked to me for like five years. Like, what? I'm like, yeah, lol. And then she's like, no, you lol, and then I just didn't reply. Like, what the fuck? So like, I was like, I was like, I don't know. Doesn't what make the, any sense. Yeah, but it's like I don't know what the point of this is. Like, I have, no, I have no reason to want to restart this friendship. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's just, yeah. Why I hate running into people that, yeah, I just don't care about. You know. Yeah. It's, it's the worst. If, if I, if I, and it's like I, I just wish the universe would bring me someone I would love to run into again. 
But that's never how it works. No, <laughs> no, it's it's never that's that's never <clears throat> how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you know, no, actually, sometimes it works out pretty cool. Actually, there is a good example of when it turned out pretty cool. So ne- recently, so never mind. Like what and so what is? Uh, well, I think I told you. So remember when I went to uh, New York in December? Mm-hmm. That girl from our job, Fiona. She said, "Oh, I'm in New York," and we hung out oh, for one. We yeah. hung out for one day. So that yeah. was cool. I mean, cause mm-hmm. I always ha- I always like talking to her. Mm-hmm. It would be cool if I saw her when I visit. So I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh wow!" Like I never thought I would hang out with you in New York. I didn't even plan mm-hmm. for this. Crazy. So okay, once in a while, it works out. But for the most part, I run into people that I hate, <laughs> or I just don't care about. And for that, that makes them all worse humans. <laughs> like worst ever. And just today, that's what I was. And I was thinking when I was walking. I was like, "Well, this is gonna be my worst human for today." Yeah. Yeah, I haven't like thought about worst humans and best human. I think I've just been so preoccupied in myself that I don't think about other people. That's good. <laughs> I don't know. Let me see. I mean, I run into Pat all the time. I like running into him. I don't think that counts though because he's not like a person from the past. Yeah. Yeah. He's like like a new friend kind of. Yeah. So like yeah, every time I see him on the train, I'm like, oh, it's like hey, it's fun. So he doesn't count. So he's but he's probably the only other person I run into. But yeah, but like yeah, running into this random chick from like school days, who I would have never thought about again. God. But do you find yourself? Do you think you're prone to running into people? Because I realized, like my whole life, I don't really run into people. Like people will be like, "Oh, I ran into so and so at the supermarket," or "I saw you when you we were driving," and I'm like, I never see people. Even my like people I used to live around, you know, I never used to see them in the supermarket, never saw them in their cars. I just I mean, it, of course, I've run into people before, but it's not, for me, it's not very often that I run into people. I, you know what? What? I think, you're, I think, I think maybe there's be some energy behind us. Like, there's a, there's a, you know how I go to those comedy shows on Oh Tuesdays? my God, you know what it is? It's, I'm so unapproachable that I can't even run into people. <laughs> no, I think, or the universe, the universe. Fuck! Like, no, like, you know how I go to the, you know how I go to the comic, the, the, Sleepaway Camp Comedy, right? Yeah. So, you know, there's this com- comedian there named Doug Friedman, who I see when I go. And, like, he fo- we follow each other on Instagram and stuff. And, you know, when I'm coming back to deposit my uh, tax thing, who do I see walking right in front of my apartment, heading into the bar? Him! Again! I think I just... I, I don't... <sighs> and it was... I, I mean, that wasn't a worst human, but, like, it was like, I just saw you yesterday, whoa! But, like... You know... Okay, for me, almost like the likelihood of me running to somebody is like is about the same as when I run into a celebrity. It's that it's that rare. Yeah, like even in Hong Kong, I've run into like I can probably count on my hand, like one hand, how many times I've run into somebody. Like you know, and, and Hong Kong is a place where like I remember I used to hang out with my friend Ali, and yeah. every time we would hang out, no matter where we were, she would run into somebody. Like wherever we were so i was like oh wow she runs into people a lot but i never run into people which i'm fine with actually because i don't want to run into them or you know what it is what maybe i think this comes into my unapproachable nature but like i don't i'm not paying attention to people or like i don't it's like almost i don't want to run into them so i don't maybe they were there but i just didn't see them or yeah okay i mean like maybe yeah so like they saw you and they were afraid to come up to you. And actually, yeah. there were times where I've seen people and I just ignore them. 
See, I tried. I think I, I, I tried to do that. Didn't I tell you how like I was at um the at the Santa Fe Dam last year? This is in a podcast episode where I was riding my bike, I think, and I heard someone calling my name. I just and I was I, I, I recognized the voice of someone I went to high school with. And I just kept writing because I didn't want to talk to them. <laughs> do you remember that story or no? No. Oh. It was like someone. I remember this one because he was like someone in my old high school group. So we were good friends. And you were time. just like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> and I and I, and like I would and so I remember like, yeah, he must. Have, I think he was fishing there because I think he I think he he saw me on my bike another day. He's like, yeah, I called you and you just didn't. I was like, oh, I just pretended I didn't hear. So like, oh, I must have missed you. I had my headphones on. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but um, I remember I was at the, I was riding. I was having a nice day at the lake over there, just chilling on the beach. And, and I'm riding home and I heard his voice, Vince, Vince. And I just kept on riding. I'm like. <laughs> I don't want to, because you know it's a boring conversation. How are you doing? How are you doing? We should get together sometime, even though we don't do the same things in life at all. Sure. Remember that time I ran into you in, in Pasadena, but you were too far away, so I just ignored you. <laughs> <laughs> but you're okay. If you were by yourself, I would have run after was you. Was it your sister who recognized me? Yeah, because I didn't see you, and she was like, "Isn't that Vince?" And she hadn't was, even met you. Yeah, she hadn't even met me yet. <laughs> up and I was like oh yeah but if you were by yourself I would have chased after you and shouted after you but you were with somebody and you looked like you were deep in conversation so I was like uh, I'm gonna see you like in two days so. yeah, in two days yeah <laughs> but then I texted you about it after yeah yeah I was like whoa you should have said something yeah uh, no I want to tell you so here's my how I'm prone to running into people so when I used to work in Times Square I ran into in a city of a million whatever people I ran into the one of the old dishwashers at the little Tokyo restaurant that I used to work off work at, who just happened to be visiting his hometown of Hong Kong for two weeks. What? And we was like, oh, hey, and like, hey, and I'm like, at oh, his name was Alan, and so I was like, how do we run into each other? This is crazy. So I just run into people. Yeah, because like every time I I don't run I don't run into like people I haven't seen in forever, like, here, mm. you know, yeah. like, <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> you just have that magnetic energy where people just like to be around you. Maybe, I, I, I mean, no, that's true, when I'm, when I'm not in the darkness. Yeah. Like, like, actually, this past month, like, I went into full, like, depressed introvert mode, like, I was, yeah. like, I was, like, happy talking with you on Facebook and stuff, but, mm-hmm. like, but, like, in real life. And like with my other friends, when I, whenever I went out, I was fine. But like for the most part, I was like, yeah, in the darkness. Like I, w- I was trying not to talk to about people because I just wanted to. I was happy with friends, so I was, mm-hmm. that's why I seemed okay. But like, yeah, I, w- I was I was pretty giving off negative energy. Mm-hmm. But um, I remember actually another time we ran into someone. Do you remember that time a long time ago? We went to like this weird dance club that was really a prostitution bar. Yes. <laughs> So I remember there was. This... By the way, that's where where I go dancing for no no lights no lycra. Oh, that's where it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go back there. Yeah. Are there still hookers there? No. So I think because they rent out the space. So I think that oh. night they happened to rent it out to, you know. <laughs> and then we're just there like, and then I remember like one of our friends like Vince, you should dance with that girl. <laughs> and every and then like, but like everyone else knew she was a prostitute, and I was like. I, I was I didn't realize it until later because I was like I'm too shy I don't want to. 
Wait, so we ran into somebody? Yo, yeah, there was this dude that I had, I guess, went to his house for drinks. Oh, I remember. I remember. Yeah. And he was like, hey, it's, it's me. And I was like, what? Who are you? <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and it's funny because I think I ran into that guy like one more time. And the sec- the sec- even the second time I was like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm actually cool not running into people. <laughs> like, I was thinking about it and I was like, would it? And like, unless it was like you, like if I ran into you on the street, <laughs> that'd be totally fine. But it's like, yeah. I hope this is not racist. But I feel like many, and when I was in Hong Kong, with many British people, I would always forget who they were. And I don't <laughs> know if their voices just all sounded the same to me, but many times, like unless they were like really good friends, like I would like I would totally forget who they were. Because they all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that would be like, hey, 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 you. <laughs> hey, dude. Oh, that would be, hey, dude. I say, hey, dude, is my go-to. Like, hey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> which comes off as natural, which is a good, safe bet. That's good. I always go like, hi. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 fuck. I hate running into people I don't care about. Yeah. Um, should, shall we do a uh, Michael's Musings? Yeah. So, yeah, guys, so since our last episode, Michael, Moving Michael, our sometimes guest, he is now living in Tel Aviv, Israel. Um, he's a much happier person. Um, so, yeah. Um, do you want to hear a more happy one? Okay, here's two that I have right here. Do you want to hear one about him excited about his new electric bicycle or one him complain about a customer at his new job as a hotel desk clerk? Uh, the electric bicycle, because I haven't read that one. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> this was seven hours ago. So almost a live one. From Movie Michael's Facebook post. I don't think I could go back to life without an electric bike. If someone steals it, I'll probably just turn into a pillar of salt and blow away. Or slip into a state of, <laughs> into a state of vegetation. <laughs> just sit there, staring into the oblivion with some drool always drizzling off my lip. And what kind of half-assed state of vegetarian would that be? Two question marks. I'd at least need two urban children. <laughs> One would take it super badly and resent me, while the older would sit there and ask me questions and try to bond with me to spite my head to the world. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of like between him and our aging parents right here. <laughs> um, then I'll drift off into some narration about life in the streets and how things haven't been the same since his dad's been gone. Fuck. And likely, apart from that scene, I'll get very little screen time. What a world. <laughs> uh, that's Michael's Musings. Um, yeah, so that has been a episode 51. Yeah, let's podcast more frequently. Yeah, well, I mean, before you were like, I think we should podcast less often. Thanks. I, by less often, I said bi-weekly, not like <laughs> once a month. <laughs> Well, you know, okay, well, you know, well. to be fair, the 50th episode was a big fucking... Yeah. That was pretty much, like, okay, what, most of our episodes are, like, 30 minutes to 50 minutes. They rarely mm-hmm. reach a full hour, and that was, like, almost three hours. So that was pretty much yeah. three episodes in one. But now that the 50th is over... Yeah. Yeah. Which, by the way, the cover was beautiful. The cover of the 50th? Of the theme song, yeah. Oh, the theme song? Yeah. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yep, yep. 
Um, yeah, so do you have any uh, parting words that you want to say before the next episode? I'm super hungry right now. <laughs> Fecky hangry. <laughs> I'm fecking hangry. All right, y'all, keep it awkward. There is a glue that keeps us stuck to this town, whether it be or dry.